Good afternoon, my lovely ghosts, bat goblins, and ghouls. My name is Belladonna Amberwolf. And I am Marie Venede, and this is Our Witchy Way. Today we're going to talk about a few rituals and things to do in your everyday life to add a bit of magic. Things that we want to do better, things that we want to be better about doing every day, and things that we want to continue doing. So as we all know, today is the full moon, and a really good thing to do is make a um, moon water. You can use it for different things throughout the month. So a little ritual I like to do is I like to use a mason jar, fill up with water, and stick it out in my backyard overnight. And as I'm doing this, I think about my intentions for the month. Like if I'm trying to get a promotion, I will infuse it with that. If I'm trying, you know, to get a new job or if I'm trying to, you know, be healthier or something, I will use that intention for the month and put that into my um, water. And in the morning, I'll grab it. I like to use it for my olive oil water that I use on my hair. You can also use it on your face during your skin, uh, your skin routine. You can also, you know, just take a sip a couple of days to remind yourself why you did this and the power that you infused into it. You can plant, you can use it for your plants. Yeah, you can use it for your plants. It's, it's a really good way. Like we, we use water every single day and then make this like moon water and incorporate it into your routine every day. It's, it's truly magical. It's really awesome. I've always been really fascinated with the use of coins in magic, and some people, um, honestly, most of the information I found were, was on different types of hoodoo practices with coins. Some people um, who practice hoodoo would wear a silver coin, usually a dime, around um, their ankle, and if it turned super dark, it usually meant that someone was using hot foot powder, which is um, a mixture of chili powder, salt, and chili flakes. Sometimes they put also like wasp nests in them, um, and it drives away unwanted people. It also warns you on other types of negative magical ingredients. You can wear them as pendants and bracelets or pins and it'll still work the same way. Some people also like to wear lucky coins and it's a coin that you found that has your birth year on it and it should bring you money and luck, especially if worn as a ring. Um, the imagery of a coin can also help in your magical workings. Like the Mexican peso, it has an eagle eating a snake on it and some people would consider that like protection, but whenever I see like an eagle, eagle eating a snake, I just kind of think aggression. I don't know. So, you know, you can you put your own intentions behind it and use the coins for how you feel. Um, another really popular thing was to throw coins into water over bridges. I, now looking back into it, I've always just kind of done it because I wanted to like pay the trolls as like a little toll for me using their bridges, um, but I did some research and some other people, especially in India, they would throw coins into the river to appease the water spirits and to also ask them for wishes. And I mean, everybody knows, you know, throwing coins into wishing ponds and pools and whatnot to get your wishes, other fun little cute things. And also, um, coins were used as passions to the underworld. People would put them over the eyes or Cowboys would actually keep a $5 gold piece in their boot to pay for a burial, so the same with pirates. Pirates would also have like gold hoop earrings and that would pay for their burials if they ever had the chance to be buried on land. 
And in the ancient world, silver was also considered magical because um, it would tarnish when it came into contact with sulfur. And sulfur was a big ingredient in poisons, so it would tarnish the cutlery and dishes and warn people of poison. Um, and most of the coins, to be honest, are used mostly because of the metals that they're made of. Gold is mostly associated with the sun and financial success and power. Silver is a neutral metal, mostly associated with the moon, intuition, psychic skills, and wisdom. And it can also balance all of your chakras. Copper is a great, uh, copper actually is associated with Venus because the Greeks mined it from her birthplace. Um, Venus was born on Cyprus, or on the islands of Cyprus, so they call it. <laughs> So they just like to call copper her like, kind of like her metal, if that makes sense. <laughs> it's also a great conductor of energy and associated with uh, currency and financial well-being. Tin is also associated with sexuality and your sacral chakra, which is between your diaphragm and your it's like belly button. <laughs> um, it's tin is also. Tin is also associated with success, prosperity, and abundance. It can also be used to attract the things you most desire, and because of its crazy good acoustic properties, it's also used um, in, makings, in the making of bells and instruments. Iron is associated with the earth, also connected with the skies and the universe, because it's found in stars and celestial beings. Because iron is mostly um, from crashed meteorites and metals, they they also reflect the idea. They really, they really reflect the ideology of as above and so below. Iron is great for grounding rituals and workings and protection spells. Lead is associated with the planet Saturn and again both the planet and the god, as associated with fire, transformation, and resurrection. Mercury, sometimes associated with the serpent, is a symbol of life because it doesn't necessarily have a form. It um, Mercury can't be molded into anything. It's just fluid. And it's also associated with the aspects of death and decomposition, which is kind of cool. And it's usually replaced um, in magical workings with silver or other types of mercury alloys because obviously working with full-on mercury is dangerous. <laughs> and mercury is also, because mercury, mercury is associated with the god as well, he's the god of the messengers, so mercury is really great for communication, mental clarity, and higher learning and education. <laughs> and yes, just super love the coins. Coins in your magic. <laughs> so this month I'm gonna be trying a new manifestation ritual. You start off by lighting a candle and you use the time to like clear your mind and relax yourself and get focused on what you want. And you'll take a piece of paper for each thing you want to get done. So if you're trying to lose weight, you'll write, I want to lose weight. I want my hair to grow two inches. I want to wash my face every day. I need to eat better. It's like whatever you're trying to manifest. I don't mean to interrupt you, yeah. but I've always heard that it's better to write it as you are like you are losing weight you are because like when you're when you're manifesting a ritual you don't want to be in the beginning stages you want to be in it so using like i don't ne know what it would necessarily be called like but like in the moment for pronouns pronouns yeah there or, or pronouns yes. not pronouns but like yeah if you, you instead <laughs> of using you want to you'd be like i 
I am or we are going to, you know, just use it as a, a present tense as you're currently doing it because it helps because you're going to be reading this every every day. So if you write it like you want to, you probably won't start. But if you do write, like she said, like I, I am going to be losing weight or I am going to grow three inches or whatever. If you use like present tense nouns and verbs, it will help you like recognize that you have to do this. So you'll write everything down that you want and you'll put it in a box or a container and you'll let it sit out since i'm doing it today i'll be letting it sit out in the full moon and i'll let the moon give us all its energy and its magical powers um to store it up and then i'll set it in a place where i can see like i have this beautiful like wooden display case in my living room and i'm gonna set it up there so like every night before i go to sleep i'll go through and read each paper to remind myself what i want to do for the month and what i want to get done and like I'll probably check off the ones that I like I'm starting to hit as I'm doing it and it's just a way to reflect on something that you know you personally want to do for yourself it's really also nice to, good for accountability yeah it's also really good for accountability so you like you're making sure you're gonna be on what you want to do because sometimes I could say I'm gonna do something a million times but I'm gonna completely forget about it so if I actually <laughs> check this every night I'm like oh yeah I gotta do that I'm gonna get better I'm gonna do it better tomorrow or something like that I think or that's also I did really good a little bit of like chaos magic that you set out and put out your intention and then kind of forget about it so the, the universe puts it out there but you also I feel like do kind of have to come back to it yeah so it's, make sure you put your box in a place that you know like you can actually see like I know someone who leaves their box right by their nightstand my nightstand is no longer right next to my bed so it wouldn't work but I feel like in a place that I look at every day it's a really good place to make sure I check it every night and be like okay so it's a really nice nightly ritual to do to remind yourself what you've done and what you're going to do for the rest of the month and on the opposite side in the morning we can start off our day with a little coffee ritual and or setting your intentions um when you're making your cup of coffee, depending on the way you make your coffee, can also help you with your magic. If you're doing like a cold brew process, because it takes a little time, if you want to slow down something that's happening, whatever you want to slow down, think about it while you're making your cold brew coffee over the, pro over the process of making it, and then while you're drinking it as well. If you want to speed up your process a bit, you could take some you could make some espresso because it's real quick you know um and if you want to just make sure there's still progress on your spells and or magical workings you could just do like a drip coffee because you know normal speed <laughs> and uh a fun little thing i like to do is to stir my coffee clockwise and envision something good or envision like goodwill and intentions good things that are going to happen and stir that into my coffee and think about it while I'm drinking my cup of coffee or if I want to banish away negative energies or negative thoughts I'll stir my coffee counterclockwise and uh fun little oh no I forgot about the legend of coffee <laughs> I was gonna start off with it but I got too distracted because I love coffee but legend has it that in the 19th century, a pilgrim noticed that a camel acted very peppy after munching on what he thought was a coffee plant. And this pilgrim was just like, let me try this in some hot water and see what happens. I don't know how he got to that, but he enjoyed the beverage and understood the peppiness. <laughs> it's a Probably, iron coffee be like really 
bitter like by themselves so he probably tried it by itself and was like "Mm -mm, i need to (laughs) water it down yeah water it down so that's probably how it came to be and then it would probably grow cold and then he probably warmed it up like it was probably a process you know yeah Yeah. (laughs) i just i can't with people like this like i think about how someone really thought to eat honey they watched a bear go up in a tree fight these bees eat this honey and they were like i could do that too like (laughs) (laughs) that sounds about right yes i could do that i feel like most people like we find out reasons for things because we watch animals do it and then we're like huh let me do that too like what (laughs) all right but um other little magical ways to infuse your coffee um are mindfully boosting your coffee with certain things like almonds Uh, almond milk or almond flavoring to boost luck and to call in prosperity and wisdom. Cardamom is really great for increasing your charm, um, attraction to love, lust, and inducing passion. (laughs) Cinnamon um, sprinkled into your coffee can attract love, strength, and uh, spiritual powers. It also brings success, abundance, and provides protection and healing. Coconut, coconut milk, or shavings, honestly, any kind of coconut whatever, can add an increased confidence, psychic awareness, spiritual power, and protection for your day. Ginger also provides inner strength and acts as an energy booster. Hazelnut can nourish creativity, intuition, and mental powers. And just normal milk can also be an abundance of personal and spiritual nourishment. Whatever that means, I don't really fan of milk but okay <laughs> and prosperity let's be honest everything's be everything is really bringing in prosperity nutmeg enhances and attracts your psychic visions and also money and luck i'll use that sugar stirred in for sweetness and love and vanilla sometimes called the rose quartz of what you call seasoning? Spice. But it it calls in love and sweetness for your life, and it also helps you give and receive love. <laughs> and uh, a couple magical tips uh, for your coffee: if you sprinkle some coffee grounds on your altar, it can also add focus to help along with um, your spells and intentions. And just every once in a while. Don't forget to clean off the coffee beans once the smell kind of dissipates and re-up your coffee as you go, probably every couple of days. And um, scrying in a cup of black coffee also works super well. Scrying is revealing the unseen through the use of our second sight. And our second sight is our capacity to see things that we can't usually perceive with our five senses. So sitting down, intentionally thinking like, not necessarily spying on people because I feel like in most witchy movies they use scrying to spy on people but say hey you lost something St. Christopher isn't going to help you out because it might be weed related it might be drug related you never know St. Christopher ain't coming to help you but uh yeah just think of it look into your cup of coffee really feel it in your third eye and some people really do have the sight and then it's just like boom there it is in your cup of coffee I just think that's Maybe fun. I should do that to find my book. Yeah, seriously. St. <laughs> Christopher will only help, you know, the little St. Christopher, please come around. What is lost can now be found. St. Christopher doesn't like marijuana. He doesn't like alcohol. He doesn't like anything that's not God. So he ain't going to be helping us. <laughs> 
So everyone loves a really good bath. And some of my best times taking a bath is when I'm doing like a ritual bath. And ritual baths are like very simple and easy to do. I have like a bag of lavender and I just love the smell of lavender. So I like, I'll pour lavender into my like bath water. I'll put my favorite crystals on the corners of my bath and I'll let them charge me or I'll charge them while I'm doing it. And, you know, light a nice candle, turn off the lights and I'll just like sit there in the dark. Sometimes if I'm feeling fancy, I'll throw a bath bomb in there. <laughs> but like, it's just, it's such a nice way to like recharge your energy and it's just super nice and soothing. There's like other things you can do. Like I know Belle likes to do. meditation. It's, it's also really great for meditation. And Belle likes to do, you know, her blood work when she's in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> it's only because it washes it away and then I don't have to have the blood on the thing. You already cleaned yourself. <laughs> Um, Doesn't freak anyone out because I'm in the tub by myself. <laughs> I like to read a book sometimes. I keep my hands dry. Normally I'm on my phone, but <laughs> I, like, I do like to read a book, so I'll use the candlelight. I'm really good at reading in the dark. I traveled my whole life, so I'm used to reading with a spot of light. It's really bad for you, but I can do it. So I'll read a book. I might just put the candlelight and just... Sometimes it's a spiritual book, sometimes it's a stupid teen drama, but it's, it's just really nice and relaxing and it's a really way to add like a little witchiness into your life when you're like, you know, you might not have a lot of money to buy everything you need, but you can find a rock or a crystal and just put it next to you or get some herbs from your garden. It's really inefficient and you just use your water and it's super nice to do. I mean, shoot, you seriously could just take like cardamom and put it in there if you want like abundance and you want to bring in love or passion I mean you could take a lot of the stuff I said with the coffee like all the different correspondence and put them into a bath to to help add a little oof. add a little essential oils here and there oh yes yes ritual baths are probably the easiest and best things to do I promise you you guys should try them alrighty the last thing I'm going to be talking about are traveling altars to start, um, I'd like to give a little explanation on what altars are. Altars are structures on which spiritual and religious offerings and prayers or rituals are made. Altars can be used for meditation, rituals, prayers, reflections, gratitude, or any other inner workings. And it doesn't really matter um, what type of style or flavoring of spirituality you are attracted to because creating an altar is super easy. It's super customizable and <coughs> it's a great little like intentional spot that'll host power and also like keep you on whatever you're doing, to be honest. I, uh... My altar is literally my incense burner and I have a statue of Gaia, and then I have a statue of the Triple Moon Goddess because I'm very feminine. So literally, it just reminds me every time I walk by, and I'm like, oh, maybe I'm gonna light an incense and just like bring some spirituality into my room, and it's like into my house, I guess. Like it's just in my living room, and I walk by it all the time, so it's like in an open place for me, and it's just like it reminds me of the path I'm taking, and it's it just brings a really nice energy into their home. And on mine, I have a bunch of bones that I found outside went bone hunting which was fun. I have a, what is it, a statue of Baphomet because he's Mugoy <laughs> and a few um, candles of course and little money jars and my altar is also facing the west 
so the money jars can attract money because you know a bitch be broke <laughs> and so the benefits of creating oh sorry did you have something Mm-mm, my i was seeing with the way my my face is east so i'm broke oh no no <laughs> oh no i'm sorry yeah girl put that shit in the west <laughs> i mean it's in the Bring west this money to me it's in the <laughs> west side of my house but it's facing east oh okay well it's still in the west it's okay we'll, just, we'll put a money jar in it and we'll fix it we'll fix it it's good <laughs> The benefits of creating an altar are, you know, the physical expressions of the commitments that you've made, uh, the goals or the desires that you're trying to fulfill. Uh, I mean, as Laurent said, enjoying a sacred space that's dedicated to your spirituality is a big thing, especially for some of the people, like, I wasn't allowed to have this stuff when I was younger because my dad used to be like, you're becoming a Satanist, you're worshiping the devil, you're going against your grandmother. What would your gra- your grandmother would be rolling in her grave? That's what he would always say to me. My oh. family still thinks I worship the devil, so yeah. it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now that we've moved past the point of caring, obviously we have that stuff up and out, but. <laughs> but it's also, it's nice to like, enjoy your own sacred space that you dedicated to your spirituality, that you put your time into, that you're also gonna keep and maintain. Uh, and the list goes on and on. So when you've picked out the perfect spot, Cleanse the area. Um, now we've all kind of been warned against sage because it's it is kind of cultural appropriation, and sage is really bad environmentally. Anyway, yeah, it's just bad. So um, Palo Santo, but it's also kind of Palo Santo is also bad too. Ah, oh, they're just killing me. I've taken everything. If you away. have sage or Palo Santo, I would use up what you have. Of course. But you can always use just an, anything that causes smoke. You can use an incense. You can burn some some herbs. You can or make something. your own sage sticks. You can make your I've been own. seeing people do that. That's cute. Yeah. So just people who have the time and will to actually do that. <laughs> don't buy any more sage. Is what we're saying. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, so cleanse that little area and then gather all your objects. And of course, you don't have to have everything right away. It's not a race. We're not trying to, like, be full-on blown witches practicing crazy rituals outside in public with robes. It's just just for you. It doesn't matter. And then arrange and maintain, of course, because you can't just let the water sit there. You don't do it once. You gotta keep filling up your water. Keep spilling your coffee beans, clean it up. Your gods are watching you. And I mean, you dedicate a little space to them and you treat it, you mistreat that, they're gonna mistreat you. So, traveling altars. Um, for the everyday witch on the go or the fledgling that can't fly out of the broom closet, an altar might not work or be the best option. Um, moods and emotions are important when performing spells and rituals and uh, Although witchy tools aren't necessarily needed, it does help you put it does help put you in the right mindset. So starting a traveling altar, probably start with the box. I use a little Altoids can that I painted and put a bunch of witchy symbols on it. But I also have this other little tin that looks like an Altoids can that has a little is it a Ouija board on it. It's so cute. <laughs> and uh, I put a mirror on the inside. I keep a couple of tarot cards in there from past decks that I accidentally ruined. My favorite thing, okay, obviously what next after having your little tin is candles and stones. My favorite thing is birthday candles because they come in all sorts of different colors. They're super small, perfect for like insta spells. Um, and they're perfect just for, I mean, obviously they're super small. I carry them around with y'all. They're just so cute. I love mini things. 
And uh, for stones, a lot of places sell stone chips now, which are fantastic. You just grab a handful of them, there's like 50 different stones all up in your hand and you can use them for whatever. And uh, I know the size might put you off, but it really forces you to use the symbols and tools that are really important to you and like the things that you mo like, most need. And uh, you can also take advantage of the smaller like mobility of it, I guess, to charge it. Like, um, I think I read that some people would charge it under the moon. One lady said, I don't know how fancy you're gonna get with this, but she was like, I was laying out in the sand in the desert and I charged it under the stars. And I'm like, okay, go, okay. go off, go off. <laughs> but uh, I would just charge that bitch under the moon because I'm a little moon witch, but. <laughs> Aren't we all though? Yeah. We're all just little moon witches. <laughs> Females have a very strong connection to the moon. Most of our cycles line up to the moon, which is low-key creepy, but like, the moon. We're here for it. We're here for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my last thing I want to be talking about is evening rituals. Belle is a complete early bird. I don't know how she does it. She goes to work at four o'clock in the morning and I want to shoot myself. But I am a night person. I um, do most of my things in the evening. So a lot of my daily spiritual rituals I do at night. So like, I, I love to go outside and do a nature walk. I used to live right next to this beautiful freaking trail. And I'd be like, Belle, let's go on a walk. And it would be in the evening because it's too hot to do it in the morning. So like, you know, after dinner time or like after five o'clock, once the start, sun is starting to go down, go on a nice nature walk and just like breathe in the air and like just feel the nature around you. The trail we used to go on definitely had a portal to the fairy world. Most definitely. My little niece would walk around and she was definitely talking to some fairies that we couldn't see. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just super magical being out in nature, like it's, it's gorgeous. It was a really beautiful trail and I kind of miss it. I think I also found my rabbit jaw there. Yeah, you oh. did. When you were going to talk about bones, I was going to bring it up, but you found like a rabbit bone there. It was one of the bones you found and like it's, it's really nice to go out. If there's not a trail, that, even if you're walking in your neighborhood, there's most likely a tree or two, you know? If it's not <laughs> on someone's yard, I would walk up and touch the tree you know, feel a spirit because Honestly, trees have spirits. I feel like all I really need is a good patch of grass and I just clamp onto the ground. <laughs> yeah, just get out and go into nature. Um, I also, I'm starting to read more. So like why I'm sitting in my bed. Cause like, like we all love to sit up and watch TV, but like it's harder to go to sleep after like watching TV for six hours a day. So like if you have like 30 minutes and you know you're gonna, you know like I have insomnia so I can't fall right asleep. So I know I'm not gonna be able to go to sleep. I might, you know, read a book for 30 minutes with my low light because I can read in the dark and just like read a little bit, you know, work on my spirituality because I've been really lacking the last couple years. So just read a little book. Um, I also, I meditate and ground and center before I go to sleep instead of in the morning because it helps me fall asleep. And I feel like it just like releases my energy that I already went through throughout the whole day. And it's, it's just, I also have a dream catcher, so I don't have nightmares. So <laughs> I don't have my nightmares. So I, I, I get a good night's sleep and I wake up grounded and refreshed over in the morning and I don't have to do it in the morning. Plus I like to sleep in, so I don't have time to do it in the morning. I wake up like an hour and a half, maybe two hours earlier. So yeah. gross, I wake up, if I can get away, if my hair is done, I will literally wake up 20 minutes before I have to get on the bus or go to you know, my wish. bus. I brush my teeth, wash my face, put some clothes on, and I walk out the door. 
that good. Like, <laughs> if this makes sense, I feel like I'm almost getting into character. So my morning ritual is like me getting into that character of this morning person, and that's why I'm a morning person. So you always gotta start out face wash, your intentional whatever, your intentional bath with your essential oils. Put your essential oils on and leave for the day. That's a whole ass new person. <laughs> I'm gonna do that before I go to sleep. <laughs> um, I also like to smudge my house, you know, once a week in the evening because I like the moonlight shining through my uh, windows. Smudging I, is basically cleansing. Yeah, it's basically cleansing with smoke. If it, you'll use like sage or your incense, I use incense because I fucking love incense. And I use them and I will like go to every corner in my house. And it's a great way to hide that you're a witch because who in the fuck doesn't have incense? Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, I don't really care about hiding. Yeah. I will wear, I'm a witch bitch to anyone I meet, so. <laughs> Some of these babies can't come out the broom closet. Yes, if you, yeah, obviously. Um, some people aren't as bold as I am with my family. I personally did not, I told them straight off the bat when I was younger that I'm not a Christian anymore and what I was into. Um, Cause you won't let a bitch put their hands on you, like. No. For those people who are like, yeah, I'm literally deathly afraid of my mom of her finding out because she'll I disown my mom. me or kick me out. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're like, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna put my hands on you. You put your hands on me. Let's go. <laughs> I, I actually fought my mom. Really, I don't recommend fighting your mom. Um, but I had a very toxic, abusive mom. But I mean, I understand. Like some people can't come out. So like, it's. You know, you have to, you know, do leaving your own little secret away. So if you have a little incense, like, be like, Dad, I like my room to smell good. Like, I like blood, I like dragon blood. Like, come on. Like, no one's going to judge you. So. I love a good dragon blood incense. <laughs> oh, I love those, too. So, yeah, I just do every corner in my room. And then I, I'll sometimes do myself at night. Um, I also like to charge my crystals before I go to sleep. Probably while I'm grounding and centering. Mm. Just, like, little things. Like, most of the time, a lot of people do these in the morning. But if you are a night owl and you stay up late, I I, I would do them in the evening. It, it gives you the same effect, honestly. It's just what type of person you are and what time of the day you like. Because so. if you want moon, like, feminine intuition, like, seeking your ethereal self kind of a power, obviously it's real good for the night. But if you want that, like, masculine... I'm confident, I'm charging in, like, here we go. Charging with the sun is fantastic. Yeah, and you can still get feminine power in the daytime or Almost masculine definitely. at night. You just have to, like, make your um, intentions clear when you're doing it. Because the moon is always there. You can see the moon in the middle of the day. She's always shining through. She's she's always right there, right next to the, right next to the sun. In some other religions, the moon is actually a man and the sun is a girl. So it is really interchangeable. Yeah, because I mean, the sun like gives birth to like life and everything. So it's 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 literally just what you what you want. Just make sure you're t whatever ritual you're doing, even if you're watching your face, like you can make your beauty ritual in the morning into a witchy ritual by just making your intentions clear. And like making sure you're vocalizing even in your head or out loud what you want this to do it becomes a witchy thing because you're putting your intention and you're manifesting what you want by bringing it into the world so everything you do can be a, a, a ritual just you gotta make your intentions clear okay. lovely little ghost bats goblins and ghouls Okay. <laughs> Okay. All right, ghouls, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to try out some of these daily rituals and note how they make you feel and, like, if you felt any changes. Um, if you like to come along this journey with us, please hit that uh, follow button. 
If you want to get to know us better, you can follow our Instagrams. They're in our bio. We will be posting every full moon and new moon. Farewell, my lovely ghouls. <laughs>